This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Tzfarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. Five letters 
there are at the end of um, th that there are at the end of words that take on a different shape. Um, there are five letters. There's um, Kaf, Mem, Nun, Pei, Kavi. They take on a different shape when at the end of a word. It doesn't seem any rhyme or reason to it. Um, and it doesn't seem to, 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 to make any sense. Why be five? And what's, what's it coming to hint at? And what's the use about it? Those are called in the language of the Gemara, just as a sort of, uh, what's the right word for it, as an acronym, they're called Mantepach. Mem nun kavit pei kaf. In, in the later words, in the, I think more Kabbalah words, refer to it kimenapes, which is the, that's, that's an order. But we don't have any real sense of grammatically and, and logically what it, what's there for us. The Gemara says something strange. The Gemara says, Mantepach Tofim Amru. It was, it was given to us at a later date by the Nevi'im, to which the Gemara says that's impossible. We, we, Halacha doesn't work that way. And the, and the Gemara says they brought it back to Parisrael. It had become lost with time. They brought it back. That's some other thing. That's, that's the technical Halachic part of it. There's a Medrash, which he'll bring, and we'll see later, that the five letters, Mantepach, all of them allude to the Geula. They all allude somehow to the redemption, and it brings Psukim to it, and that's going to, these are two uh, 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 concepts that he's going to develop as he goes on, and I wanted to jump the gun, so to speak, and, and uh, so that we have the information about that. Okay. He starts by speaking about the concept of a nace. The Yomeinu Mishameshes Hamilo Nace Lashim Aitapela. We when we ask the question, what is a nace? A nace means a miracle. Believe it or not, <coughs> in Tanakh, that word does not appear meaning a miracle. Um, the, 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 the words in Tanakh that mean a miracle are either molface, oath, molface, tele. The word nace almost never appears. When it appears, it usually means um, a banner. It means a, a something which is sort of a banner that you hold up. Once or twice, it will mention the, the word could go either way, but it's actually the word nase or nisim is not. It's used in the sense of a test. Lenase etchem, you know, amenase ani, and so on. That's that word is, is used that way. Uh, the word nuts. If you do a computer check, it'll come up with a lot of nase, but it's nuts, which means to run away. That you'll find a lot of. But 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 not this. So he says, the ilu b'tanach misamach milu kidegel hamesnosos belama. It is it's a banner, and he brings a pasuk kineis al hagiba, like a banner on top of a mountaintop that rallies the troops. The chitu mineis dara. So he says, and also for oh, kol masamesh misnosos lo shagid yodim anshe achshava ki ein. In other words, whenever you have a banner, besides directing you where to go, much more important than that is there's somebody on top, somebody who's leading the battle, who's still standing strong, and there's leadership, and, and you're, you're going someplace. And he says, and therefore, we don't look, in other words, wh when we speak of a miracle, of a nace, so the, the, um, we, we, kind of, um, we, we kind of think in a very shallow way that the idea is God proved himself. I wasn't sure if he could do kind of God things. Yes, he did a nace. It's, 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 it's against nature. And so on. That's not the point of a nace, because it wouldn't be called a nace for the, at that. A nace means it's a signpost. I'm here with you, and I'm with you, and I'm leading you. Much more important whether God, we don't, our, our understanding of God is almost axiomatic. We don't see proving it by the fact that it can do all sorts of miracles. 
if the first miracle is to introduce them, then the rest is not going to do it. It's going, it means it's there at critical junctions in Kalisil that I am there with you in guidance. Hanisim, um, he says the same way Nisim are also called Meitzim. The Lashon Amenus, put down here for a moment. He mikroi Nisim, he mitsayinim as simani darka for Am Yisrael in Gidot Rabnas Meitzel. They are markers, mile markers, on Kali Yisrael's journey. This happened here, this happened here, I was here with you, I was here with you, and so on. People see the mates, and they understand that there's somebody there that's keeping track of us and moving on with us. And all of Kalisol's wandering and, 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 and ups and downs, there is a hand guiding us. Okay, and then he brings the only place that you have the word mate is by mate by Korah, and over there he says, it didn't say that God made a miracle. He said they became a sign. Over there it, it stands, uh, over there we find that the word mate it starkly delineates the point he's making. It's, it's not the miracle of disappearing down the, the, in the earth. It's rather this became a very clear indication that Moshe was right. I am supposed to be the Kohen and that anyone who argues with him is, 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 is wrong. Okay, that's his introduction as what mate generally um, symbolizes. Next page. Hanukkah, Nes Hanukkah, who Asan Yisurus Hanisim, Sha'as Hashem Lorim Ozer Shemir La'am, Kidei Shirisham Shalom Shemolim Me'irim, Lahoros Anadeh Shalom Hazolom. The last mate is Hanukkah. Any meaning that follows, there, are, there have been many Nisim, but they're not recognized by everyone equally and, and some, uh, something that we can say, yes, here it is, universal in terms of polystyrol, and this is what, what it is and so on and so forth. Rather, it's a lot more, um, it's, it's individual. People felt they'd gone through Hashgacha Pratis, everyone sees miracles, but it's kind of subjective. The last national miracle where we say Nisim that Akash Baruch Hu made us, we, everybody in Kalisol rallies around this, this, this flag, the last time that happened was Hanukkah. Um, and he says, in this, it was a very, very strange moment. It started with the Hashmanayim um, <coughs> coming, uplifting Kalisol, and faded away with, unfortunately, the Hashmanayim faded away. They themselves became in later generations very acculturated. They, they disintegrated and Kali Yisrael disintegrated with them. That was the unfortunate reality. So he says that um, the whole, this whole prophecy over here, he says is a prophecy about what's going to happen to Kali Yisrael in Bayashemi. In other words, it is a prophecy about Hanukkah. It speaks about a menorah over there. It says there's a menorah and there's oil feeding it and there's Tzemach, all of these elements of a future Geula that's being told at the beginning of Ayashem. It's the rare example of Nevoah sort of being present by Ayashem. And he says, And they were coming back to Israel. He was telling them it's going to be a very different setup than the first five. This second Malchus of Chayshol will not be expressed with military strength or with even real independence. They never were real independent. They will always have some sort of semi autonomous, semi independent status. Don't look on the outside to find any great accomplishment. It's a cornerstone for a building that will be built But in contrast, 
to its low profile in terms of political, military, and, and international stature. He says, It will stick out in terms of a Ruchnius stature. It will only be when he's holding on to Torah that he'll have our victory. And he brings the Pasuk, it's not going to be with an army and not with power, but with my spirit, Hashem said. There's no mountain that stands before the bubble. If you have the Ruach Hashem with you, everything will happen. And then he brings the Pasuk in Vegas Avichem. So now he, he says, This Kufa, starting with Bayez Shemi, till the end of days, is like a plant. Just like a plant in its place, by constant growth, that that is how a plant progresses. So too, um, our kufa it will be two thousand years. You know, from our kufa, a hundred some odd years, um, it will uh, that it will keep growing, and that's what's happening now. And now he introduces the concept of mantapach. He's going to bring the Chazal, and he will explain each phase of the Gula. He says, the Aleph phase is the most fundamental of, uh, of, um, of uh, Torah that we have. The Aleph phase is building off the Torah. So that means that things that are locked into the Aleph phase will stand with us forever. They lock into the Aleph phase, knowing that no matter what, at least the Aleph phase is dual no. In the Aleph phase of Klal Yisrael, we have Shimon and Gedula. He says, There will come a long time, millennium, millennia of, of, of years, and we will think it's gone, and we have in, in the core of our teachings, not even in the content, but in the very Aleph phase, we have those times. Now he brings this Gemara of Manspach Dovlamim that, that we mentioned before. And now he brings a Medrash. Rebel Yezer Omer. This Medrash is created by Rebel It's one of the early Medrashim. Chamesh Otiel Nichfalim. There are five Otiels that are doubled over in the Hebrew language, and all of them refer to a particular instance of Geula. Kav. The three last letters of that of, of that sentence is a kafsafit, lech lechome atapa. Nem vonigal miyav yesh vonigal pikin shnema leif meimonis ya samta minenu meod. You find the mem repeated constantly in the sentence. That's the mem. Nun. That Rashi brings that they had a sign and the pay the Pakot Tatariki was that. So each one of these letters alludes to a certain Gula. I want to pause a bit and talk about this a little bit because I think it's um, it, it's important whenever you come across a part of Torah that is memic, which means it's not what it says, but it hints at something. So it's not it's never just a blind hint. You know, there is there, there are two types of um, remez um, when you when you hint at something. It could be totally unrelated. If I if I if I write a letter to you and I say I make up a code beforehand that when I write that my aunt came for a visit, it means that the torpedoes have been sent out. So not really unless your aunt is torpedo like it doesn't really have anything one to do with the other. It's just we made up something and it means nothing. I say blue and it means this and white it means this. A a wise person writes in a way that you pick up from his writing, it sort of has double meanings, um, it has a lot of, we call them harmonics, sort of, a lot of 
and on and on. Uh, people who established Torah in America, they, 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 you know, they were Yechidim and, and Yechidim Yechidim. And, and again, it's Avraham Avinu's Geula established the fact that one Yechidah is enough for the Nevi'im. Um, okay, let's, next one. Mem. Let me monos or samtamen in the oiv. Hashem fatomus of Yitzchak, Sha'ola Tmima, Sha'orev Shnosan Zorim Lashim Nachem. The second type of Gula is where we not only are individuals, but we're also, um, we are also under attack, under siege from everyone around us. Avraham Avinu, we don't find, I mean, you find the Medrash that Nimrod was not happy with, with the direction his religious studies were taking, and he tried to have him go to the Christian age. But in, in the Pesach, you don't find that. Yitzchak, you find the first time an expression of hatred to him, jealousy, a, a hatred bred of jealousy, and they're expressed to those words. Get lost, you become Kedushar. And that's been one of the patterns of Golas has been that they resent our success, they resent what, whatever it is that we have, and they come against us. So the second Gula was a Gula <coughs> despite the hated resentment of the going around. Next, Nun. Hashileinim. <laughs> he said, Yaakov Avinu was, I'll put down a line or two, Nishgalta Eshel Hashem Gamadolos Yaakov. Hu Omad Beided Bemavosal Hatmidi, Negatokos Ovin Bekerva Mishpacha. He was fighting against people in his own family, Al Shom Kinus and Shabbanos. Hu Omnom Korav Mishmaitisim. Yaakov was pushed to the wall where he was about to be vanquished. He's alone against someone who's obviously stronger than him, a Malach, or and who who's, who's pressing him to the wall, and he is close to collapsing. Even when he looks like he's close to collapse, he doesn't. And he comes out of it strengthened and a lot more than he had been. So the the and he finishes so beautiful, so poetically, umaklo. This, it says, Yaakov said, I crossed the garden with my makel, with my cane, my stick. A, a cane, a stick, is a sign of weakness. This a frail man goes with a cane. Umaklo, who a makel bolsor yeshor lekrat gulos eshev. It hobbles with that, with that cane, they hobble to the geula of, of entire humanity. That's the third one. The fourth one is kapot v'karatim. Doma hoyabeini ha'am ki nishkach it looks upon Israel <laughs> like a Baruch has forgotten things. So there's one thing when, we, when we're alone, when we have it tough, when we're being pressed against the wall, but, but being forgotten is, is, is much more devastating than all of them. If I know, if, 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 if I know, if let's say you have a war and uh, you, you know that you're in a difficult and position, and you're fighting with all the, the heavy fire against you. But you know that your that your own forces know where you are, <coughs> and they're trying to get to you, and they have your mind, and that, that whatever it is, it gives you some courage. But but if you feel that you were forgotten, they, nobody even realized you left over Prashim over here, over there. That's much more devastating. Try from Mitzrayim was just pointed to as forgotten. They forgot Hashem, Hashem seems to have forgotten them. He says, <laughs> As opposed to the other times, <laughs> there was a total break. It seemed as if that, that, that covenant had dissolved. Kashbrok didn't seem to care for them, they didn't seem to care for Kashbrok. They were all over the Zohar, and Kashbrok did nothing for them. The Golos Yisrael Nishak Ovechel Hashem Novas Kriyosos Ayotzkei Pokod Yisod. Pokod Yisod means the word Pekida means remembrance. Yosef said, "Akadosh Baruch Hu remembers." It's 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 not forgotten. That was his message was the message to counter the sense of being forgotten. But Oisah B'chayim Matzah Yisrael says, "Shem is Pekida." On 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 the surface, where? 
The nation kept shrinking into slavery and poverty. The overseers were more and more cruel. And darkness um, enveloped them more and more. When they were holding Rebbe Bais, and the Ramam writes it in his Kemat Kof Neva Eitazeh, it was a hairbreadth away from losing it. Bokar Pitam Argula, and the Kadzol called out the Marcus. So Pokar Fatality is a fourth level, which is even in, in when it appears because of the time that has passed, that a Kadzol has left us, which is a lot more demoralizing, a lot more devastating than trouble. If you feel that, that, that you're being held on, then it's good. But, but if you feel abandoned, then not good. And finally, the fifth. It's Tam Tzadik. Semach Shmoye Betachet Nishmat. Keis Kola Keisu Huzeh. Kasha Yisrael Yirbe Viyidal Kamochemah. It will happen when Klal Yisrael will flourish like a plant. Zeh Akeis. After Kola Geulay Shakoidmei Shena Alakamit Ketesha. It is the case which all the other gulas just led up to. And it's going to be a gula of a very different type. Lefesha, Pitra, and Gola, Shem, Azar, Shachar, Mitzrayim. Mitzrayim was one, two, three. At, at the right moment, Akadosh Baruch Hu appeared. V'kach, Lidhi, Yisrael, Aduch, Echad, La'am. And that's how you forge a nation out of it, uh, you know, by, by appearing as a Goel. This, that's also how they, they came on a physical level. They were redeemed, and so on and so forth. Let's skip over um, he s- next page, Neshit Tes. Tachliso, second line. Tachliso shall am nikolo b'Torah. Our destiny is written in the Torah. Vaksuvim kol adron shem elav. Whatever Kadosh Baruch spoke to us um, is written there. Ula meirot kavashem. But this this goal is written. But what's implied is it will take thousands of years to get there. The first stages of Akadosh Baruch Hu's revealing himself um, were direct. Everything depended on our development. Akadosh Baruch planted a seed, and the question was, when would the seed develop? Torah was the seed that was planted. Thousands of years it, it will be needed until this seed will 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 develop and embrace the entire physical and spiritual um, uh, hekev of Klal Yisrael. So he says, th- this is called Semach, and we'll see in, in another minute. It's called Semach because it's a very different type of Geula. The other Geulas were all sudden. Akash Baruch appeared to Avram, it says, after a long stretch, it appeared to him. Akash Baruch fended off Yitzhak's enemies. Akash Baruch even Yaakov was on the verge, was on the ropes. Akash Baruch pulled him out, and Mitzrayim were a long time there, but then Akash Baruch revealed himself. This is a very different type of Geula. It's a process where a seed that was planted is growing and developing and so on. And, and now he says something very remarkable. Um, and this is something that I would say is uniquely of his. Um, and it's something that it takes, it, it, it's his vision. The, the, the thousands of years that we've been slowly growing and developing has a much greater effect than just us. He says, Nitzchona, this HaTorah, Bekerat Yisrael, Mehavim Eshet Ha'eretz Ramachai Vatnimim. One. He says, it's what we're becoming. And then he says, Nikhtava, it says four lines in the bottom, Ki Bekufa Zu Nikola Meshila, in this Kufa of these thousands of years, because it's such a slow process, and we're everywhere. But Saad Yisrael is not Hafakas Shira Lokesh Vedayim It is where Klal Yisrael is spreading the message of Akadosh Baruch Hu in the entire world. 
If somebody had a baby they didn't care for, they killed it, he, her, it, whatever. And you ask why? Because I don't like it. I, what do you mean why? It's like, why did you give back the, 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 the tasco, the suit or whatever? Because I don't like it. When something is given, we need to answer ourselves. We need to rationalize. It's it, uh, an, an unwanted child, will, it's, it's not right for him or her to live. It's this, it's that. It's, it's, it's too, too many people in the world. Whatever it is, you need to rationalize it because the sense that there's something wrong was wrong for the world. It's not, it's far be it that anyone keeps it, but, 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 but it's there as, as a reality that you need at least to, to answer it. Um, the, the, um, so he says, and he says, it says, when Kali spoke, Sam Yehuda Masha even Jews who, when they went to Israel, were not observant and they were far from it. Deep inside, they had that seed. They carried it far away. They were Mashpia on, on, on people and, and it, gave, it, it gave birth to ideas that had Chesed Nuroch HaTorah. Ain Safek. The religion that's disseminated by Christian missionaries at the end of the world, is an influence of Torah. If there's one grain of truth in their culture, it's not the stuff that they added. It's, it's what they got from Torah and so on. A sense of obligation, duty, truth, integrity, devotion to The reason why they're successful is because the core of the core of the message is true. They 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 try to dress it up and 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 give it a different flavor. And, and try to make a product that it wasn't meant to me. But at the end of the day, if it speaks to somebody, it's because of that. Their belief is a temporary vehicle to bring about, to bring to the world ideas that are close to Torah. The Ulam, he says, because they, they, they don't carry it out on a practical level, um, it doesn't last so much, and, and it waxes and wanes. So now he, complete, he, he completes back, he goes back to his point of Semach. And he says, um, Semach, this is our Golis, the Golis that sprouts. Something that grows is constantly growing. And this is an animal, we see it running. So we have no doubt that it's running. But a plant just stands there, and yet it is growing every second. The concept of the plant growing is testimony to processes that happen in the Bria slowly but constant. The Mashiach of Semach It is the Jew as an individual that will bring about the fullness of, the, of, the, of human development in light of Hashem's spirit. By, 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 his, by his actions that have an effect. And he brings here a lot of psukim that compare Kali Yisrael to, to different plants. I'm not going to go through them. All of them beautiful psukim that, that, that compare Kali Yisrael to a vineyard that's growing to, and, and so on and so forth. Last paragraph on this page. The Gula we're waiting for is not the sudden emergence of Hashem like by Messiah. That a Kodesh is going to grab the rudder of, of, of history and makes a radical change in it. The Gula Hasida is going to come through growth <coughs> and maturity. Aruchah <laughs> batovish, <laughs> 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 
HaKadosh Baruch is focused on this Geula which grows and develops and matures day to day. So he says, take a look at something remarkable. It says, Shnei Alafim Yemot Mashiach. The Gemara says, it doesn't say 2,000 years when Golis. It says 2,000 years is the era of Mashiach. In other words, what's happening constitutes Mashiach. In Humanity might be very surprised. They'll be shocked. And he brings the, the, the famous parasha in Isaiah. Because they weren't aware of this concept of Golis. Humanity looks at big things, and there's nothing big, nothing, no big impressive gulas here. They don't see that quiet seed of ruchnius. It's something on a very, very mini scale. Um, I guess in my lifespan, the when I was growing up, so um, orthodoxy was. People were certain Torah mitzvahs were on the wane, and the the reform and conservative were built these magnificent temples, and they would and and, and someone would walk by and, and and we had basic shibbles, nothing you know n- nothing impressive, just these rundown little things, and somebody would say, well, I mean, take a look, I mean, what is there to compare? And if you ask me, where's there a future? And 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 the answer is because yes, when you look at the shell on the outside. Of course, this is a big shell, this is nothing. But what's growing inside? Is, is there something taking root? Is there something that has, the, the, I, I, is there something that has a life force to it that's growing and flourishing? The same way, if, if we do what's right, we put these seeds into the ground and they grow. Yes, you, you, when you watch, uh, well, what's the saying, a, a, a washed plant doesn't grow, a, um, a, a washed uh, flower, or is it, uh, that's true, because you, you can't see it that way. But but if you give it what it needs to grow, it will grow. And he brings all this stuff in that, and then he concludes with something very fascinating. Um, let's look at the very last piece of this. Um, and let's look at, and I'm going to talk base at the end of it. He brings here the menorah in the Torah. He explains it very beautifully. Uh, the Avi Semach and the menorah that he says a menorah looks like a tree. The way a menorah is, it has a base that holds it down. It has a centerpiece and it has branches. It's a Tanya menorah. It's it's very very similar to a tree, and he, he explains it very beautifully over here. Let's look at the last piece here. Imakimin shal tzadik semach shmoi mikasha bismach machila zolabeza. With that with that phrase with that pasuk semach. Starts with the Amuna that keeps us going is not the Amuna that at some point there'll be a Geula. It's the Amuna that things take root and slowly create the infrastructure to become a big plant. We see all sorts of nations shall um, grant things. Zirak Yisrael Seimer Al Eimos Yuch Al Kiv Shul Moshei Ma'antzibir Seimus Is Mishemer Yimus Shul Tanisrael. Let's look at the final paragraph next page. Zui Yechacha Peiteches Is Kiyuma Benekdusha Sharuach Hatayra Kshurim Boefes Nishmas Sefer. The the Kiyum the 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 um. And survival of Geulah HaTorah depends on the type of growth of those who perish. And now he says, Hagufa Chai Olisachas Derech Ayin. A living body can get destroyed. Kiyumai Tolu B'Mishkan Mitzuyim Shalgormim. Bimahalolu Nerashim Yashalichyotu. Anything an animal has a complex body, and there are different pieces of it that if that goes, the whole thing goes. Hashemach. 
There's something called, I, I didn't check it, I, I, if my memory serves me right, and if there's anybody here who's in the field, um, I think it's called pluripotent, if I'm not mistaken. It's in, in animal cells, they are differentiated, and once they, once they, once they get differentiated into specific uh, organs or functions, they theoretically contain the full complement of genes, but, but they, they, they're not going to go into anything else. And you know, once you get past the stem cell and, and something becomes whatever it is, it can't. A, a, a vegetable, a, a plant, any part of it, given the right circumstances, will grow into the whole plant. You, you can plant any part of the carrot, and there are differences in how well they take and so on, but, but the cells, each cell of a plant has the ability to become the entire plant. I believe it's called pluripotency. I, I, I will, uh, if anybody here knows the, the, the exact, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's the term. Um, every, th th that's unique to the home drawing. So it says every single person on cell has the ability to become the Semite. Hagruf Achai, something that's living can become destroyed. Every every element of a plant has the life force of the entire one. The tiniest hair of a plant can grow into a plant. If we see a big tree that collapsed in a storm, and the branches are 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 broken. And all the, 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 the leaves and fruits are, are spread all over. So we think, wow, it's gone. If, 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 if its trunk will reach out again, you know, if you take that tree and smash it up and throw stuff out, you, you end up a lot of times having more growing. Even as disease is limited, bits and pieces of that tree will regrow again. So I guess we can just recap. So he's, he's, seeing, he's looking at Hanukkah in the light of all the Geulahs of Kalisa. The fact that Hanukkah is the last mate means not only is it the last marker that we have to hold on to because Sofresh is the last marker of Gula, it also is the marker that needs to serve us till the end of time. That's the last pole that we can and, uh, look back at and, and we need to understand it. And we need to understand it in terms of this Gula of Semite that is something which um, it's, it's a geula that it's, it, the geula takes 2,000 years it's, it's a geula that is development the fact that it's development means that it develops as a plant would develop means that it's very frustrating because we don't see things we don't know um, I, um, I once heard I, I once read a beautiful anecdote about the Matzah Gipta the Matzah Gipta is a Shiva of Hell he was an extraordinarily um, Historian Talmud Chacham, he's very, very poetic um, in a person, he's a master speaker. Um, he, they had a yeshiva in Israel for about two years. Hell had a branch, and then because the other yeshiva passed away, he had to go back to America. Um, but he was there for two years, and he was very, he, he, he was, he, he was a, on a high for the two years he was there. And one at the end of, of, of the winter, was walking in Hellstone, which is quite a kind of mountainous and not much, not not there weren't many uh, houses around. So he's strolling through the road and he's watching everything around, and he started crying. And Ramayshu Steinerman, the big fun righteous story, which these other time was walking with him in a Talmud of his. Uh, why is the Shiva crying? So he points to a little red flower. It's called Kalanit in Israel. That's like the first flower that begins to grow right before the spring when, when everything grows. He says, you know, in two weeks from now, the entire mountain is going to be covered with green. And this little red flower is 
the Hadron vision. It's the Heron. It's, it's telling you, it's the Mivasa of the Bechira. So he says, I know that very soon it'll be green again. But I'm waiting for that red flower. You know, and he mentions Polystyrol and, and, and so on. And he, and he said, and I don't see the red flower. That's, that's why, it, 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 that's why I'm, I'm, I'm so upset. Um, he's understanding that it's a long haul and, and it's an ongoing process. But it's also crucial. Nothing that we do right goes to waste. Just like a plant, every every seed and and can can uh, and it's it's when you're chinuch. One of the things that you when you look back is you're sometimes amazed at how sometimes small things that you did or said have great implications. Sometimes, unfortunately, negative, and you beat yourself up that you said wrong thing, wrong time, wrong person, and and uh, and you know and that that's unfortunate. That's part of what you know. But sometimes a, a person will tell you, you said something to me 20 years ago, and that made a change in my life. It, and it, 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 it means everything, nothing goes to waste. Everything has a power to grow and to sprout and to give us more. It also has an astonishing vision over here that if we do what's right, then the world will learn from us, and the world will pick it up. They may, they may attack us. They may come against us. They may everything. At the end of the day, whatever good is or will be in the world are seeds that we sow. And primarily, it's what we do and how we act. Um, it's something that is is going to. I I, um, I guess I'll finish off with a story that I, I, I once heard, and it's a story that was extraordinary. It's on a, it's on a CD that <coughs> I think I'm good enough to put it out. It's a, it's a story of the of the new yeshiva in Shanghai, and. The, the story is mostly given by people they interviewed who had been there. So, so as authentic as you can get, you know, they, it's a Jewish show, DVD, it's a, it's a, it's a Yeshiva people also, and I know one or two of the people. It was, they made it before, I mean, just in time so that these people could talk about it. And one of the people, I, his name was uh, Zipner, um, described the most crucial piece, one of the, one of the most crucial pieces of getting visas to go through Russia, through Japan, to what they thought would be Carrasco. It didn't end up being that, but, but that was a very clear piece. There was a Japanese, um, there was a Japanese council at the time in, in, uh, in, in, in Lithuania, which in itself is fascinating it, it, why it was like that, but he was there, and Roy Zipper came to him to get a, um, to get uh, him, give him visas. And the Japanese consul asked him why. And he told him to save us. He said, he said I had 10,000 different things going through my head, and I, and I said such right words. He said, okay, but I'm leaving in 48 hours. And the Japanese visas have to be hand-printed. There was no typing machine, there was nothing. You have to hand-print it. So he said, if you show me how to hand-paint it, I'll also do it. There was a Nazi officer who was the secretary of that Japanese consul. The Nazis had given it to the consul as a quote-unquote gesture of goodwill, you know, because the Japanese were allies. And the real reason was because they, um, they didn't trust each other, and he want, they wanted to have a, a Gestapo officer <coughs> taking care and, and knowing what's going on. So he chimed in and he said, I'll also help. He said it was the most surreal scene. For 48 hours, a Japanese consul, a yeshiva bacher, and a Gestapo officer sat and printed these visas. When they got the last, I, I don't remember how many, he said how many visas, incredible amount. He said when they finished, the consul got up, you know, basically they closed the consul down. The Gestapo officer got up and he turned to Zipnik and he said, I knew one of your typings. I guess he meant the religious Jew. And, and I really thought a lot of him. And that's why I did it. And he left. Now, this person, wh whoever was this Jew that made an impression on a, a German who become a Gestapo officer, but now in Shemayim, you, can, <laughs> you can't figure out, he saved the new yeshiva. So here's a person who acted with integrity, Kindly, I, I don't think that 